We are controlling transmission. If we wish to make it louder, we will bring up the volume. If we wish to make it softer, we will tune it to a whisper. Poetry night. You are about to participate in a great adventure. Like throughout the semester? That's intense, though. That's a good roster. All right. Well, without any further ado, please welcome Sarah Hill. Hello, I'm Sarah. Um, I missed that moon, you know? What a nice moon. Uh, I'm a mammal. I'm going to make some mammal noises at you tonight, and I hope you like them. So isn't that weird? We're all just mammals. It's like, what are we doing? Okay, so this first poem is written from the perspective of a ship's figurehead. You know, the big hunk of wood carved into a woman at the front of a ship. Yeah. Dear Captain, you say having women on ships is bad luck, yet there I stood, bolted to your heavy vessel, lips pursed at the bow, and still no nasty curse found you. Is it because I wasn't woman enough? Too much splinter, not enough soft edges. Don't you see woman in the way I led your little boat through the fiercest of storms, in the way I sipped the strongest gusts of wind like sweet wine as you and your men crouched bitter and drunk below my skirts? In the way I rocked your boat with my barnacle-bearing hips, don't you see woman in the way I was more man than you, Captain? I plotted my escape for fifty years. You died before I ever could do it. Your son took me then. Didn't like the feel of my leathered, cracking skin, so he hacked me off and set me floating alongside your drowning coffin. The two of us, dead in our wooden shells, but I set myself on fire. Gathered all my woman, my man, all my genderless spark in ashes to ashes to phoenix, body androgynous and soaring until I landed here in this museum. Prisoner again, worse in this graveyard of masterpieces, footsteps echoing around all these quiet paintings screaming to be let out, these halls draining my soul, one pensive, misunderstood moron at a time. Someday this mausoleum will catch fire. Alarms sounding like church bells on the Sabbath calling me back to the prayer beds of the ocean floor and I'll sail past the guards out the door and be free. Or else I'll find freedom in the boil, burn, burn, rising from cinder soot, a brute monstrosity of old salt and lumber wings back to the salty deep, fish-eyed and driftwood. This next poem is in the chapbook, and it's probably the most important poem that I will perform this evening, so if you listen to anything that I say, this would be the time to start listening. And I hope I have it memorized, but we'll see. Society is segregated. No, too harsh, too last century. Society is partitioned. 
Feels like backside of stereo, input component, white, red, yellow. Stereo doesn't work with yellow cable and white hole. Better to stereotype. Better to color code so you know where to put people when we meet them. I am woman. Feel like girl soaking in vinegar. Never ask to be preserved. I am white person. Didn't have to ask. It came with the birthday suit. This pickling solution. All white people souring in our privilege. Easy to ignore glass jar. Glass jar is invisible. Makes us see like old person. Makes us see like fishbowl. Everyone in here normal out there. Just caricature. All the real money in here out there. Just counterfeit people. Just amateurs imitating master painters. Couldn't quite get the coloring right. Everyone in here spilled milk. No crying, it happens all the time. Out there, spilled blood. No crying, it happens all the time. I am student, always learning more about glass jar. Hard to see what goes on out there. Too distorted. Lens too whitewashed. Warped television. Bad angles. Bad eyesight. Bad to look out there too long. Worse to tell someone you're looking more comfortable if they know everyone else ignores too. I am white girl. Don't worry about stereotypes because wearing UGG boots and going to Starbucks every day wouldn't get me arrested. Don't need anyone to teach me how lucky I am to need so much sunscreen. I am white girl. I am part of the problem. Don't think about race every day. Only when it's convenient. Only when I can use it in a poem. I went to a Mike Brown protest with two other white girls. One of the girls' moms drove us, sat across the street in her shiny car, reading a book while we chanted. Felt the fire on our tongues, lit candles to line the sidewalk. We were warriors. For an hour or two, fighting a battle so many people fight every second of the day. I wore that protest like a badge. Like a bucketless spring break story, until I realized I should be fighting this battle every second of the day. White privilege is a white problem. We built this glass jar. It's about time we shattered its walls. So I have this chat book. Got some nice drawings on the back of fire. Is that what you call them? Yeah, it it looks kind of like fire. It's not fire. It's vaginas. Um, yeah. So, so <laughs> these are for sale. You can buy one if you so desire. And this is a poem. What my dog said to me in a dream. Write me a poem. Carve my name on mountain stones so time can crush me into sand for the hourglass. Shout our memories from your soapbox so the strangers, the innocent passers-by, get nostalgic when they meet me. Record my expressions in typeface. Print me on crumpled butterfly wings. Fill the streets with my chalky, fluttering litter. Pour me through windows like sunlight. We both know my sighs are warm enough to melt diamonds. Sweat me into existence. Build me neck, bone, and hip in a bottle. Send me out to sea. Do you believe in love at first sight? Yeah, me neither. But I believe smooth jazz and holding hands can end any ice age. I believe Jeremiah was the kind of bullfrog that would save a stranger's life. Life 
is always running away, and tumbleweeds are the wind saying, go fetch. And bumblebees fall in love with a different flower every day. Every day they think the honey can't get any sweeter. Then the campfire keeps crackling and the thunder starts clapping and the crickets get so loud you can't tell if you're still singing or just sitting in a field with your mouth hanging open, folding parts of the sky into yourself just so you can unfurl when you need some place to fly a kite. I believe sometimes we have to repeat ourselves. I do not believe that people can crack open, we can bleed, we can fall, we can feel nothing but raw ache, we do not break. Our seams may tear, but they do not burst. Sometimes we have to repeat ourselves. You can scream your words once over the noise, hope the right people are listening, or you can whisper them over and over. Sometimes we have to repeat ourselves. A quiet mantra behind the bloody murders and reckless laughter. Sometimes we have to repeat ourselves. I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. Call it body. Go slow, slow, quick, quick. Show me how a fox trots when it's got something to prove. When the shopkeeper in the sky turns off the lights, locks the door and rambles down the sidewalk crack as we hide under the counter pressed against each other's shadows till the footsteps fade. Go back and forth. Side to side, tell me how good it feels to exist outside of this poem, to breathe in three dimensions, to take the air, to call it body and let it seduce your blood till you send it back to the breeze. Go up and down, go dark, go dirty, go sturdy, go inward, go when you can't go on, quick, quick, slow, slow, try not to stop. That last poem was in the chapbook, you know, because I was reading from the chapbook. Uh, now you're probably all dying to know how much it costs, aren't you? I knew it. Uh, so I saw Sam Rush perform about a month ago, and it was amazing. And they sold chapbooks using Choose Your Own Adventure pricing, which I thought was so cool. And they played the banjo, which I thought was so cool. And they did a lot of poems about teeth, which I thought were so cool. So I'm going to do a poem about teeth. But uh, I'm also taking their idea and you get to name your own price for this chapbook because I understand that capitalism blows and we're all just people, just mammals trying to collect things that make us smile. So <clears throat> here we go. Teeth. I was shy kid. I was bite tongue look down, keep the little twinkle star wishes, daydreamt secret adventures locked in my teeth. I was fearlessly outspoken when no one was around. When no one was around, I jumped rope with run-on sentences. Before the breasts, the braces, before every word became a jawbreaker, when they taught me to talk to everyone else, I stopped talking to myself. And I think my tongue was in bed with my gums. You see, the years were ticking by, and my baby teeth were still safely nested and chewing. I tried string wrapped around tooth, wrapped around doorknob. I tried wiggle, wiggle, tongue, tongue, but they never came out on their own. 
The dentist found that my gums had started growing up through my baby teeth, up through and over my baby teeth as if to swallow them. I still have trouble letting go of things. I lost the teeth I learned to talk with. And for a long time, I was too old girl, too young woman, too almost ma'am for anyone to reteach me how to speak. A woman is just a man with two more letters to fill with moonbeam, but they didn't know that, so they took my teeth full of stories, told me to carry my words in a purse as if my words weren't my whole breath, and you can't carry your whole breath in a purse. It's too soggy. See how my grown-up teeth are swollen with silence. Watch me as I choke on them. Now watch me as I swallow my shark smile spit-shined and gaping. So this next poem has a bit of backstory. I went on a great first date. Like, guys, it was amazing. Uh, And it didn't work out in the end. But great first date. And after, after this date, I could feel her thinking about me. You know? You know that feeling when you could feel someone else thinking about you? Great feeling. Anyway, this probably happens with a lot of people, but when I first start seeing someone, there's this warm space where all the stories and facts and stuff about her will later end up. You know, her favorite books and what her breath smells like in the morning, and how many toes she has, and if she's ever killed a man, you know, stuff you learn about a person who you date. Um, And when you meet the right person, the space gets better as it fills up with the little truths about them, but it's also nice to have the space be empty for a while because then you can fill it with poetry. So um, I'm going to borrow the words of Macklemore. We danced, and we cried, and we laughed, and had a really, really, really good time. So here's a poem, a list poem, that came from that. You and I are falling in line, two spines and an itchy left knee, a watercolor painting someone put too much water on, too much water, less than everything in the same way that the sky is less than everything low-rolling fog at 2 p.m. in the summer. Unexpected. Scuba diving in a bathtub, no room for sea turtles, just the rubber duck and me and you. Two and... The water that fills the fountain, chasing sunset, being chased by sunset. Morning yawn and stretch, an old book on a new shelf, so nervous and so calm, a game of hide-and-seek in bed, a foot, asleep for 18 years, getting shaken up, being asked to support the weight, pins and pine needles, the rubber duck and me and you, falling, not going to open the parachute. Now we're going to do an old poem. Not, it's not super old. It's from 2015. It's just, you know. <laughs> I just haven't done it in a while. Uh, and it's about trying to fit my physical body into the universe I have in my head 
and how both of those things interact with the world. So basically, it's a bunch of metaphorical nonsense, which is my favorite kind of nonsense, because everything is nonsense. Time doesn't exist, and still the sun rises. So anywho, parts. They say to me, you have your mother's eyes, and I do. Her irises dropped the seed from which mine grew, but I didn't stop at irises. I planted lilacs and snapdragons and roses, so my eyes aren't the same sharp, clear blue as hers. They're more of an ivy-covered greenhouse full of blue flowers under a gray sky. And when the rain finally comes, my fingers rush out to meet it to catch the raindrops and turn the water into paint so they can plaster nail-polished trails on all the broken places I want to touch. My bones aren't broken, but they are bent into coasters so the people I love never find coffee rings on their coffee tables. Go ahead, fill my vertebrae with cups and mugs. I can still stand with the ocean on my back. My mouth belongs to the lovers who will make me run in circles like the moon. I will use my lips to paint sunsets on their hips that are so vivid we will fall right in. And as we dance on the edge of the light, we will trade body parts like baseball cards. Give me your lumps, your scars, your wiggly bits. I will lock them in my pocket, save them for a rainy day in bed when you finally open your eyes wide enough to see how breathtaking they are. It's true. A lot of things take my breath away. I'm surprised I'm still breathing because this ugly world is so beautiful. But trust me, you are part of it, and no one can tell me stretch marks don't look like sidewalk cracks strung together like a macaroni necklace made by a little girl who wants to be an astronaut who's never been told she can't touch the stars. My heart lives in my chest. But it belongs to the miserable, and if my ribs didn't cage it, it would turn into a dish and run away with a spoon to teach the hungry how to turn sadness into soup. Come and claim what's left of me for your recipes and stamp collections. I can be torn apart like bread used to feed the birds. Take what you need from me. Just remember, it came from the little girl with her mother's eyes, who offers every part of herself to this ugly, beautiful world. This is the only Monday night that I will be spending in Bellingham for many months to come, and I'm so happy to be here at Bellingham Poetry Night. Uh, so thanks for coming, and this is this is really nice for me because this place is where I started out as a socially anxious young poet, and here I am, a socially anxious young poet with a Facebook page and a chapbook for sale. <coughs> <laughs> and uh, and I wrote this poem today, three hours ago. Yeah, three hours ago. So. I don't know how this is going to go. It's probably going to be great, though. So get excited. <clears throat> I don't like small talk. This life has too much tiptoe. I could use a little more trudge. Maybe the bull went into the china shop because the world had gotten too quiet. So the next time you find silence sitting at your table, kick up a fuss. Make it an inside job. Beat your own eardrums. Fiddle your own heartstrings. Find the church in your body and start playing your lungs like a pipe organ. Air 
is meant to be shaken and rammed and hiccuped. Don't let the air go stale. Don't let it rust and rot. Go roar with the sea. Go conspire with the trees so the world can breathe deeper. Then tell me about your deepest fears. Tell me how tall is your soul and does it shave its legs? Tell me about the shadows. Then tell me about the light that makes them. When you stretch your arms in the morning, tell me what you're reaching for. Tell me where your laughter comes from. Tell me how to hotwire your switchboard because I don't like small talk. So leave your inside voice inside and come trudge on Saturn's ring with me. We can fall in love just like everybody else does. Two words at a time. Okay, so I have one more poem for you tonight. Again, thank you all for coming, and you can buy a chapbook. Five to ten dollars is recommended, but you do you, the earth turns. Um, and over the summer, at a poetry slam here in Bellingham, I don't remember who it was, I'm pretty sure it wasn't you though, someone did a poem about dicks. And I thought, gee, Sarah, you should write a poem about vaginas, because they're pretty magnificent. So I did. And, uh, and I'm going to do that now. It's called To the Man Who Called Me a Cunt, which is also the title of this chapbook that you should buy. <clears throat> there is a word that comes from the holy lands of ancient Canaan, meaning great of magic. Mistress of the stars, meaning sacred woman, goddess of feminine energy, queen of heaven, canta, canto, canti. All praise the cunt in its sweet, sticky splendor, in the tender-hearted, tender-lipped fields of grass covered in dew, in the beehive's spicy perfume, all drip and no sting with its curly-cuing thatched roof with its classic shag carpeting, with its cotton candy swirl of a mane, lioness, king of the jungle, mistress of the stars, you are so quiet. All body language and dark, twisting mystery, what would you say if you could speak? You glorious, tongueless mouth, someday I'll let you borrow my tongue and we'll find out just how loud you were meant to roar. I am allergic to cats, but you, my ferocious furry friend, you pussy cat, have never given me any symptoms except shortness of breath. Yes, I am one of those queer-loving, carpet-munching, kitty-punching, muff-diving dykes. My hobbies include doing the cha-cha with the cho-cha and harvesting the honey nectar of the writhe and squirm. Oh, Mona Laby. Someday I will find the hidden meaning behind your vertical smile. Even if I have to delve into the dim, looping depths of the bat cave, call me Batman. I can be your superhero. I'll spider my way into your web. And I will not forget that with great power comes great responsibility. Your coming will be my greatest responsibility. I'm talking to you, clitoris. You single seed of unrealized rapture. I will sow you and grow you until your head is in the clouds. Then keep going till you reach outer space and explode like a star. I've learned exploding is the best way to find your center. The place from which you pivot and thrust your walls so exploded there is nothing but trust as you quiver in my palm. A cunt is a beautiful thing. So thank you, sir, for the compliment. <laughs>
Thank you so much. Keep it going for Sarah. Who would like to be the sweet young thing? Who would like to be the sweet young thing? Who would like to be the sweet young thing? Who would like to be the sweet young thing? I like that. I like the word church has a vibe. This is a thing that exists in the world. Just, that's just how we call it a prayer here at the Word Church.